0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here, we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone, welcome to the show. Today, we have another weekly news roundup, and we're getting really close to February, and that's important because there's a lot of new car reveals actually starting to, that are really starting to spring up. For February. It feels like late 20... Uh, I say late 2020. Late last year all over again. Where there was just car reveal after car reveal after car reveal. It's like, oh god. Oh, I can't keep up. But seriously, because we have the new Raptor. Which should have the Predator 5.2 liter GT500 V8. We have that coming out. I think we have, a new, we have a new Nissan Frontier. And we have like two other reveals. Maybe three. Outside of those. Just in February alone. It would appear to me... That through, through the lack of auto shows now, automakers are like, well, we're just going to re- release these new cars whenever. Whenever. And they're all doing it. They're all doing it. And at the same goddamn time. <laughs> anyway though, let's get on to the news. 2022 Audi A8 faceless spy wearing redesigned headlights and grille. The ICE and FEV variants of the 2022 Audi A8 were nabbed testing in Germany. The NHTSA not sure if Tesla can actually sell a yoke-shaped steering wheel. Is Tesla's new steering wheel legal? Even the authorities don't seem to know. BMW motorcycle concept might look uncomfortable to ride, but it sure looks special. Those renderings show what could happen if designers threw out the rulebook and created something unique. Genesis spy testing its bespoke electric crossover that will rival Tesla's Model Y. Genesis's first EV will be a crossover with as much as 310 miles of range thanks to the eGMP platform. Cooper's version of the VW 3 which we actually just talked about, the Elborn, will feature a boost function for overtaking. By pushing a button, the Elborn's driver will have extra power for a limited amount of time. You know, I see uh, internal combustion engine cars have the same thing. It's called downshifting. <laughs> Watch the story of how disc brakes be- came to be in documentary featuring the late Sterling, sorry, Sir Sterling Moss. Here's a look at how one of the most revolutionary technologies in the automotive industry came to be. Healthcare workers stuck in snowstorm gave trapped motorists COVID-19 vaccines. The quick-thinking medical workers found a way to use six vaccine doses before they went bad. That's some quick thinking. GM halts C8 Corvette production again due to supply issue. Chevrolet confirmed that the Bowling Green Assembly won't open between February 1st and February 8th. Lincoln MKT proves no match for a steep and icy street. It would. So, I guess there's black ice all over the road, and there's a Lincoln MKT trying to stop and the brakes are not moving at all and it's just sliding back down the hill in just a moderately quick depressing fashion lordy loristown electric van to be unveiled in june go into production in 2022 the van will form the basis of an electric rv for camping world volkswagen opens ev battery recycling plant in germany according to volkswagen a recycled battery saves 1.3 tons of co2 dodge ceo says the hellcat v8's days are numbered Compliance costs will eventually kill the Hellcat V8, but electrification could save its performance. 2022 Audi e-tron GTTs as the electric four-door coupe debuts February 9th. See, there's another one! Audi's electric flagship will battle the Tesla Model S and the Porsche Taycan. Even though I'm pretty sure it's based on the same platform as the Taycan, so that's some British Leyland-style infighting, if you ask me. 2022 Ford Expedition to get updated looks and a MASSIVE touchscreen infotainment system! And when I say massive, think of the biggest touchscreen that you can think of and then plopped poorly onto a dash. That is exactly what's happened. like that. Tesla doesn't actually do a bad job, but this would be, this looks like if Tesla did a a god-awful job with their touchscreen integration. That's just so poor. The 2022 Lincoln Navigator has also been spied with minor updates. Elon Musk says Tesla Roadster won't enter production until 2022. Mr. Musk claims Tesla will have a drivable prototype ready later this summer. Nissan teases 2022 Pathfinder. Okay, not the Frontier, but the Pathfinder ahead of February 4th reveal. In the short video, Nissan is using the SUV's nameplate to tell us to find a path. Yeah, how, how clever. You too can create apps for your Volvo thanks to Innovation Hub. Volvo is opening much of its car software to third-party developers. I don't like that because I don't want my Volvo to get hacked. Maybe they've got some safety systems to make sure that doesn't happen, but I'm, I'm still very wary. 2022 Mercedes G-Class 4x4 squared caught testing and sliding in the snow. Mercedes is putting the final touches on the updated on the on the updated sorry G-Class 4x4 squared that may get the AMG label. 2021 Tesla Model S had a secret round steering option hidden in the configurator. The round steering wheel was hidden inside Tesla's website source code. Rimac's 1,914 horsepower C2 electric hypercar enters final wind tunnel tests. RIMAC's electric r- electric rocket ship looks right at home in the wind tunnel. Dacia Bigster, lame name, concept gets turned into the Renault Grand Duster. Do you like it? It's it, To me, it's just quite meh. The Bigster concept previews Dacia's flagship SUV that is due by 2025, so an eternity away. A lot, of, a lot of electrification in Genesis' future, trademark suggests. Genesis is reserving the right to add ease to its lineup, hinting at a slew of fevs. Ray's Porsche 911 prototype spotted again. Has Porsche actually greenlit a new Safari? Porsche has already toyed with the idea of building the 991-based Vision Safari concept. Lamborghini London's new supercars will have you Sion double. The dealership had the delight of adding two rare Sion FKP37s to their inventory. Toyota is the world's biggest automaker for the first time in five years. Toyota was back on top in 2020. what? What do you mean? What? Anyway, I was back on top in 2020 with 9.5 million sales, beating Volkswagen's 9.3 million—a 200,000 sale difference, or car difference. Hawaii and California are the worst states to own cars in. Repair shops, gas prices, price of maintenance, and car thefts landed Hawaii in first place. Though I'm not surprised about California—that's not a surprise in any way, shape, or form. California should just secede from the union. <laughs> Robert De Niro and John Boyega that's quite a combination to star as F1 drivers in Netflix crime drama The Formula. John Boyega will play a racing phenom who has to become a getaway driver to save the family he has left. That sounds great actually. That sounds pretty good. That's the kind of unique story I want to see more directors, screenwriters, whatever, make. I'm going to have to watch that. We will be making an episode about that. Lotus appoints Matt Window as new company managing managing director. Wendell I don't know why I want to say Windler or something, but... Windle will supervise development of the Avisia and the new Type 31, Sorry, 131 sports car. Mysterious Ford E-150 shows up on NHTSA website. Sadly not an electric F-150. We'll just have to wait for Ford to know what it is as it takes its sweet time revealing the truck's full name. Hyundai gets UK government grant for passenger drone airport hub. Hyundai says the airport could open later this year and plans to open 200 more over the next five years. What? Okay, that's, that's incredible. Nissan is going carbon neutral, will electrify all models in major markets. Nissan will offer a mix of EVs and range-extended electric vehicles. Flounding Faraday futures going public. Looks to cash in on the EV investment craze. FF91 production is still months away though. The Twingle won't live past its current generation, but Renault won't abandon the segment. The Renault Twingo received an EV version last year, but that's not going to save it. This is Britain's facelifted Subaru XV Crosstrek, and it starts at 31,665 pounds, or what I would imagine is 37, 38,000 here. The 2021 Subaru XV packs an electrified boxer engine and a CBT. This bespoke DBA speedback GT has a picnic seat and a custom drink set. The drinks are included, too, in this custom David Brown Automotive Speedback GT. Yeah, if you remember the David Brown Automotive Speedback GT, this is just news about that. And also, I kind of forgot about it, and I wish it was more pop. I wish it was made a bigger deal, because it looks quite good. GM intends to stop selling gasoline vehicles by 2035. Will be carbon neutral by 2040. GM is going green and will offer 30 electric vehicles globally by the middle of the decade. Next-gen Toyota I go Spy with Canvas rub- Roof. Sorry canvas roof option. The 2022 Toyota Igo City car is around one year away from its big reveal. 2021 VW ID.4 first edition electric SUV launched in the UK and has been priced from 37,800 pounds or what is probably $41,000 here, maybe $42,000. The only Volkswagen ID.4 on sale for now is a rear motor 201 horsepower variant. New Lego 2-in-1 set lets you build a Porsche 911 Turbo or a 911 Targa if I, if I were to get that set, I'd probably build the turbo. To be fair, though, the Targa would be pretty... That would be pretty tempting. The set has 1,458 pieces and allows owners to build a 911 Turbo and a 911 Targa, albeit not at the same time. Tesla reveals redesigned Model S and Model X with new interiors and a silly kit-style steering wheel. There's also a new 200 miles per hour or 320 kilometers per hour plaid version with 1,020 horsepower. Citroën means business with Germany's new C5 Aircross models. Based on the Life Pack spec, the new Citroën C5 Aircross variants started at £28,240. F1 Drive to Survive is coming back, and here's how they filmed it during the pandemic. The third season is tipped to be the best one yet, according to F1 pundit Will Buxton. What's funny is that tomorrow I will actually end up finishing season two because I'm going to rec- record that, and it's going to go up the same day. So that's very timely, and I'm looking forward to doing season three. Renault's new Kiger, that's such a terrible name, small crossover, is quite a looker, actually. The sub-4 meter Renault Kiger, or Kiger, maybe, will launch in India at first, followed by international markets. It kind of looks like an SUV or a crossover-ified Twingo. That's about the best way of explaining it. That is going to be it for now, though. I will see you all after the break. Okay, everyone, we are back. So let's start this second segment with reading some of the articles that I pulled from that first segment. Starting with the Hellcat V8's days being numbered. Dodge's product strategy can be summed up as Hellcat All the Things. While we sadly never got to see a Journey SRT Hellcat, which sucks! Dodge knows the clock is ticking on their supercharged 6.2 liter V8. Speaking to CNBC, Dodge CEO Tim Kanuskas, hard for me to say that and it's been a while since I've had to, acknowledged the day of an iron block supercharged 6.2 liter V8 are numbered. He went on to say this is due to compliance costs and not... And not a lack of demand. Speaking of the latter, Canuscas revealed the company has sold well over 50,000 Hellcats in the past five years or so. He added this was way beyond our initial expectat- way beyond what our in- initial expectations were. And impressive considering the 2021 Dodge Challenger SRT Hellcat starts at $58,995. Of course, not even a base price of $80,995 stopped the SR stopped the Durango SRT Hellcat from selling out. While the Hellcat V8 will eventually be phased out, Kanuskas said the performance associated with the Hellcat models is here to stay. As he explained, the whole industry is embracing electrification and the crazy people are going to take the electrification that has now become accessible from a price point in the future and make that performance-based instead of economy-based. Kanuskas went on to note that this isn't the first time regulations have threatened muscle cars as they originally went away in the 1970s due to a combination of factors including emissions rules, high fuel prices, increasing safety standards, and skyrocketing insurance rates. Canuska said he worries about history repeating itself every day, because muscle cars took decades to rebound and become the high-performance models that we know today. However, Dodge will have electrified models in the future, and Canuska is super excited about that, as he believes technology will save muscle cars this time around. Maybe. And Here's the thing: I think it'll save their it'll save muscle cars. It'll save their existence, but whether it'll save their soul, whether it, whether it'll save. What keeps muscle? What makes a muscle car a muscle car? I'm not sure. That's the one. That's probably the biggest thing that I'm worried about. You know, the sound, the V8 rumble, that stuff. The thing that make, the things that makes a muscle car a muscle car. Will electrification save that? Or at the very least, will it save those aspects of a muscle car? I very highly doubt it, personally. Next, we have the documentary about disc brakes. The disc brake is a key example of trickle down technology in the automotive industry. One that starts at the highest forms of motorsport and eventually makes its way down to the masses. In the case of disc brakes, it completely revolutionized the way we view cars and driving. Outrun seems to think so too, as they are producing, or they have produced, a stunning documentary on the disc brakes origin titled The Racers That Stop the World. The documentary follows the story of legendary racing driver Sir Sterling Moss and famed Jaguar test driver and engineer Norman Dewis? hope I got that right, as they were involved with the development of the disc brake. Other notable figures of motorsport in the documentary include Murray Walker, Sir Jackie Stewart, Martin Brundle, Derek Bell, and Andrew Frankel, who recount their personal experiences and insights on the story. With Moss already on his way to becoming one of the greatest racing drivers in history, he took a look at a new brake concept that Norman, Norman Dewis had been working on alongside Jaguar and Dunlop's engineering teams. They were looking to completely revolutionize the concept of braking, as I wasn't able to keep up with how quick the cars of the time were becoming, they had taken inspiration from Dunlop's airplane division, which at the time was starting to toy with the idea of disc brakes. The idea was to use pads clamping down on a rotor instead of pushing out on a drum, with the goal of creating more powerful, consistent brakes that were also more resistant to fade. Through both disc and drum brakes—sorry, though both disc and drum brakes relied on the same basic principles: friction and heat—to slow a vehicle down. The disc brakes design was far superior to that of the drum since drum brakes were enclosed heat builds up much quicker while since disc brakes were fully exposed to the outside air they allowed for monumentally better cooling that in turn reduced fade and made for more consistent braking the concept itself was was really quite simple a real example of why hasn't someone done this before However, as it turned out, while the general idea might have seemed simple, the hardest part was actually getting it to work and perfecting it to perform reliably. They decided to test their concept at the Millimilia. Figuring all the hard braking on the winding mountainous roads would surely put the new tech through its paces. And they were right, as it helped them greatly during the race. The disc brakes allowed the drivers to carry their speed much further into a corner, as well as apply greater braking force as late as possible without worrying about overheating. Eventually, they perfected their their technology, and as is with so many other automotive advances, it eventually found its way to the cars being driven every day by people on public roads. Filmed around 8 years ago, but never released? Oh god. That makes me sad. When Sir Moss passed away in April 2020, the producers of the documentary decided to take the original footage they'd shot at the start, they'd shot and start again to create this film, and eventually they were able to release this brand new reworking of the project so that they- so that the story could be told. You can watch the whole thing for yourself below. I'm going to be watching that. Not entirely sure when, but soon. I will be watching that soon. That sounds like an epic story. Now we have the, the Volvo app. Or the you can create your own apps for your Volvo things to innovation hub. We have that article now. Volvo is opening its application programming interface or API to anyone who likes to tinker. Through a service called Innovation Hub, third-party developers can create in-car apps and new services for their Volvo. The hub is part of Volvo's long history of offering its technology, like seatbelts, to anyone who wants to use them. This latest service could help owners develop the apps that are useful to them, which, could help, which in turn, could help Volvo's software engineers understand what services are missing. Our cars are becoming increasingly smarter and more connected, and with that comes a greater demand for apps and services among our customers, said Henrik Green, chief technology, Chief Technology Officer at Volvo Cars. By making these resources publicly available, we support developers in and outside our company and collaborate with the best of the best in their fields. To show what users can do with the API, Volvo offers one example that has already been developed. The API gives owners information about a car's status, whether or not the doors are locked, if an EV's batteries are charged, and even if it needs more windshield windshield washer fluid. That's not all that surprising but rather than swirling all of that information away in some volvo app a developer has made it available on a magic mirror the smart mirror provides gazers with headlines weather information and new information about whether or not your car is locked you can also develop apps for the car through an emulator that recreates the car's infotainment screen on your computer volvo also promises that information coming in from the lidar pucks on semi-autonomous cars will also be available though it expects that will mostly be useful for students and the like. Any apps that you want to develop and want to offer to the wider world will have to be approved and published by Volvo, and the app won't go into a car without explicit consent from the owner. So in theory anyway, random coders can't see how many miles are on your car. Uh, That's good. gotta be careful though. Let's get back to rounding up some news though. Ford Mustang Mach-E officially headed to China for local production. China will become the Ford Mach-E's second manufacturing location after Mexico. Jaguar C-Type Continuation Series announced for 2022 as the brand's ultimate reborn classic. Production of Jaguar's new C-Type Continuation will be limited to just eight cars. Tesla Model Y popularity a major factor in brand's Q4 deliveries. The Model Y was selling like hotcakes and might have even taken some sales from the Model 3. Nissan won't make a 2021 370Z as we wait for for the 2022 400Z. Don't worry, it won't be gone for long, and you'll likely still be able to get one, even if it isn't new-new. Basically, there'll still be new, unsold units on dealer lots. Wherever. Florida man confronts bikers in road rage incident that quickly spirals out of control. After shouting at the bikers and apparently trying to hit some of them, the man was beaten. FCA pleads guilty. Will pay $30 fine for alleged illegal payments to UAW officials. FCA has also agreed to submit itself to an independent compliance monitor for three years. Good punishment bmw 4 series gains new m performance diesel how do you have a performance diesel anyway and carbon fiber roof the new m440d x drive coupe has 335 horsepower and 516 pound feet of torque okay that's that is definitely something 2022 bentley Bentayga ewb stretches its legs and will allow owners to do the same the bentley Bentayga ewb could be 9.8 inches longer than the standard model So I take it, instead of long wheelbase model, EWB stands for elongated wheelbase. VW and Cooper are using their MEB electric drive tech on yachts now, too. Future yachts will use uh, Volkswagen's MEB technology, or MEB as it turns out. SSC sets production car speed record, but still messes the 300mph mark. Even so, it managed to beat the record set by the Koenigsegg 1-1 in 2017. If I remember correctly, they managed 282 point something miles per hour, so still terrifyingly fast. Four years ago, VLF made a single Force 1 V10 Roadster out of a Viper, and now it's for sale. The unique VLF Force 1 Roadster is based on the Dodge Viper and the Gen 5 to be specific. Speaking of coach building, Coach Builder bakes a modern day one-off Ferrari bread van. The 550 marinella based bread van pays tribute to the nine. The 1962 250 GT SWB-based racer. New Smart EQ42 Edition Blue Dawn launched with Brabus parts and a $35,000 price tag, or effectively, like, as near as makes no difference, well, nearly, at least, what an Aston Martin Signet cost when that was new, and was equally as stupid for the money. Bentley has just built its 80th thousandth, sorry, its 80,000th, thousandth, geez, it's just built 80,000. Continental GTs, and that was the 80,000th model. Oh, they, hey, got it right there. The Continental GT is one of Bentley's best-selling models. Europe's second best-selling car in December was a VW ID.3 electric hatchback. That's pretty impressive, because that hasn't been out for very long, either. The ID.3 came very close to beating the Volkswagen Golf for the top spot. Well, that's going to become the new Golf, I would imagine, given that. Watch Peugeot set loose the new a 355 horsepower, 508 PSE on the Bugatti circuit. Here's what Peugeot's most powerful road car ever looks like at the track. Americans prefer monochrome cars, but VW thinks pandemic screen time might change that. With everyone looking at colorful screens, their tastes concerning car colors may shift. I would hope so! We need more colorful cars on the road, dang it! We need more colorful cars, and less a sea of black, white, silver, and gray. Cupra Formentor wants to prevent you from car dooring cyclists. Car (laughs) That's kind of a funny term. A chime will warn drivers and passengers to keep them from opening their door. GM's next-gen vehicles will become smarter with Qualcomm's cockpit chips. Qualcomm's third-generation Snapdragon automotive cockpit platform will make its way into GM cars. Porsche's new 718 Cayman GT4 RS promises to be a finger-licking good. The Porsche 718 Cayman GT4 RS was spy-testing alongside the new 911 GT3. Electric vehicles may kill diesels before they kill gas engines. I would not be surprised if that happened. Diesel engines may be on thin ice as world's biggest diesel engine plant starts switching to electric motors. Jaguar Land Rover developing advanced lightweight composites for future EVs. The company is aiming, at, is aiming for a 77-pound weight reduction and a 30% increase in vehicle stiffness. BMW launches new 2021 320e and 520e entry-level plug-in hybrids with 201 horsepower. The BMW 320e and 520e sedan and Touring will be available in Europe in March. Blue Honda S2000 driver in Japan shows absolutely no fear. This Honda S2000 driver didn't let a near miss stop him from pinning the throttle. The last Holden to roll off the production line in Australia is up for auction. The Commodore is also the last car to be produced by a major automaker in the country. It really is a sad day for the Australian auto manufacturing industry. Anyway, though, that is going to be it for this segment. I will see you all for the final segment. All righty, everyone. We are back for the final segment. Renault, I was just about to say Renault Kicker T's going to debut, but that's already happened, so uh, we can skip over to that. Pair of pre-production 2021 Ford Broncos burned down after trailer fire. It said that the fire started as a result of the truck rather than its content. Kia is dropping the Cadenza and the K900 in the United States. I'm really sad we're losing the K900. That was to be actually a good Korean luxury vehicle. The K900 was one of the coolest cars no one bought. President Biden vows to switch federal fleet over to electric vehicles. President Biden wants to replace 650,000 strong federal fleet with US-made electric vehicles. First production 2022, a GMC Hummer EV heading to a Barrett-Jackson auction. Barrett-Jackson will also auction the first 2020 Corvette convertible. GMC's Hummer EV will kind of but not really go Extreme E racing in 2021. GMC and Chip Ganassi announce entry into Extreme E electric off-road racing series. Hyundai drops another Ionic 5 teaser announcing a mid-February debut. Yeah, you see, that's another one. The Ionic 5 is slated to have 309 horsepower, all-wheel drive, and a range of 280 miles. Elon Musk hits back at Waymo CEO, claiming Tesla has better AI hardware and software. We all knew this was coming after the comments of Waymo's boss, John stick? hopefully I got that right. Off-road wiper blades are now a thing, and they look as stupid as they sound. Showcase your fragile masculinity via your wiper, or at the very least, your fragile intelligence. Because why? B.F. Goodrich wiper blade? Why? That's just a little unnecessary, don't you think? Like that—that that doesn't even have mess That has nothing to do with masculinity in any way, shape, or form. That's just outright stupid. No matter who puts it on their car, why? Unless they cl- unless they're more cape, unless they're more. Capable of clearing mud and other stickier or more slushy or slushier contents from the windshield, I can't imagine that being all that necessary. How is that? Again, unless it's more capable at clearing the windshield for the aforementioned, for the aforementioned elements, that's just unnecessary. You don't need a BF Goodrich wiper blade. (laughs) 2021 Escoda Kushak visits Europe, but only as a tourist. The Kushak is Skoda's new subcompact crossover for India, where it will debut in March. 2021 Mazda CX-5 launched in the UK with new engine and Kuro Special Edition. Mazda is celebrating the launch of the 2021 CX-5 with a rich image gallery. Image, I think I said image, which is weird. 2022 BMW 2 Series Coupe spied again, not giving away its secrets. The all-new rear-wheel drive, thank the heavens, BMW 2 Series Coupe will launch this year, possibly as a 2022 model year vehicle. Ford leads race on customer's electric pickup consideration. Though it won't be the first to market, the F-150 is the EV pickup buyers is the EV pickup buyers are most excited about. Range Rover Autobiography by Vilnier exudes luxury and elegance. Cognac leather, Alcantara and wood trim can be found inside this tuned Range Rover. Jensen Button of all people joins the list of champions to compete in extreme e-series. Button is both the founder and owner of the JBXE team, as well as one of its two drivers. 2021 Peugeot ePartner enters electric LCV market with 171-mile range. Peugeot's new ePartner electric van will launch in Europe later this year. Wake up, humans! The robots are coming. Meet Hyundai's Doll eAI customer service robot. It's designed to offer bespoke customer service in showrooms for low-contact situations during the pandemic. For six figures, you can you can low-ride in Kobe Bryant's custom 1963 Chevy Impala. That, no, that should, shouldn't should that really stay to his wife? The late NBA years, Impala low-riders expected to fetch up to $250,000. I did not know he had that. That's extremely cool. But again, shouldn't that really stay to his wife or his extended family? It makes me sad that that's being sold. TBR plans to start Griffith deliveries in 2022 following £2 million loan. TBR says its Mustang-powered, manual transmission, Gordon Murray chassis sports car will hit the road in 2022. Please hit the road in 2022. I want to know how good and or bad it is. I want to know what this thing's about. It has to make it to market. 2020 Alpina B3 sedan laps the Sashenring? I can't figure out how to say that at the moment. Faster than a Mercedes-AMG GT and an SLR McLaren. Alpina's B3 sedan turned out to be on par with the Porsche 991 Targa 4S. Tesla claims employees started stealing trade secrets day after B, or sorry, days after being hired. The employee reportedly downloaded thousands of files to their personal Dropbox account. <laughs> How lame can you get? At least make it sound like you're a bit of a spy by saying, oh, well, they had it onto the secret thumb drop. No, Dropbox, god dang it. Volvo could give away $2 million worth of vehicles during the Super Bowl. If a safety occurs, Volvo will give away free vehicles to celebrate. Maybe I should think about watching the Super Bowl then. NBC's American Auto is a new comedy that appears to be inspired by GM. The show will focus on a fictional Detroit automaker that is struggling. I, I'm not sure how jazzed I am about that. Nissan dealers want it mostly because I I don't know how good the writing going to be. I'm, I'm not sure I'm looking forward to that. Anyway though. Nissan dealers want to capitalize on rugged off-roaders buzz. Ask for an, or they have been asking for an Xterra return. Nissan's response to its US dealers was that they've already discussed it, but no decision has been made. I'd be, I'd be, I'd look forward to a new Xterra. I'd be happy with that. 2021 Mercedes-Benz E450 4Matic has all you could want from a luxury sedan. Drivers in Canada's westernmost province get 15% off car insurance this spring. The reduction is the first step in a plan to reduce overall car insurance rates by 20% in the province. Ford's head of design retiring and will be replaced by the Saab Aero X designer. Ford is Ford looks outside of the U.S. for its new head of design finds Reynolds Anthony Lowe. Hmm, that could be interesting. in that Aero X is actually kind of a kind of a stunning looking thing. Let's let's see what designs he he either pens or is in charge of. I'm I'm looking forward to that. BMW is polishing up the 2022 X4 SUV with a subtle facelift. The X4 crossover coupe will be getting a minor facelift and seems to retain much of its previous styling. Drone captures mysterious, sorry, mystery Teslas under covers. Could they be the facelifted Model S and Model X? An eagle-eyed Twitter user spotted some covered vehicles at the Fremont factory that could be the updated models. 2021 Santa Arona facelift spotted hiding more modern Mini Atika design. The facelifted Santa Arona is reportedly due in the second half of 2021. Lotus Elise, Exige, Avora, sorry, and Avora enter last year of production. New hybrid sports car set for 2022. The new Lotus Type 131 will enter prototype production in late 2021. 2022 BMW 7 Series prototype needs more camera to hide that face. Next Gen 7 Series will probably make the Chris Bengal era BMWs that look like supermodels. May- maybe, maybe. Porsche sets fastest sedan record at Road Atlanta with Panamera Turbo S beating the Taycan by over two seconds. Porsche's 2021 Panamera Turbo S was quicker than the Taycan Tur- Turbo S. Okay. A new Renault 5 Alpine would be the go-to sporty electric supermini. The Renault 5 sp- uh, prototype shown last week has been reimagined as a hot Alpine. Facelifted 2022 BMW X4 M wears its M badge beneath the camo. A barth keeps milking the 595 range, launches it in the UK all freshened up. The 2021 Abarth 595 will arrive in Britain in February from $17,760. 2021 Toyota Highlander arrives in Europe for the first time. Toyota's new three-row SUV will go on sale in the next few weeks in Western Europe. 2021 a Skoda Kushak Subcompact Crossover for India previewed and, uh, ahead of March debut. 2021 Audi SQ5 Sportback TDI, Europe's face-up to diesel sporty coupe SUV, is here with 336 horsepower. Audi has also refreshed... Refresh the regular Q5 Sportback lineup for the 2021 model year. Bugatti's head of technical development moving to Volkswagen to develop compact car. That's a step down and a half. Stefan El I hope I hope I got that right, was involved in the development of the Devo, the Sendoseki, Secchi, probably got that terribly wrong. Charon Sport and Super Supersport 300 plus. Why, man, that's such a downgrade. That is such a step down. Unless he feels that his job is threatened, and what I mean by that is Bugatti being sold off, that is a, just a, a grave disappointment. Bentley SUV concepts force Mulliner Bacalar-inspired styling. This concept has borrowed many styling cues from the $2 million exclusive Luxury Grand Tour. 66% of Americans say they know how to drive a manual, but almost no one is buying them. Research shows that a lot of people know how and are interested in driving a manual. Ford trademarks its classic Thunderbird name. Is it for a future EV? That would be a bit of a disappointment for me. Ford has already said that it would dip into its heritage names for future electric vehicles. 2021 Sienna exemplifies Toyota's bold design language. The 2021 Toyota Sienna is much more striking than its predecessors. Peugeot 508 PSC Feb launched in Germany. costs more than BMW's M340iX drive. In Germany, the 369-horsepower hybrid Peugeot 508 PSC has a starting price, Of 66,640 euros. Custom X by Carlex is a tuned Ford Transit Custom with an attitude. Despite the sporty looks, this Ford Transit Custom has no extra oomph. Detailers breathe new life into a mold-ridden BMW 5 Series. This BMW 520xi was so infested with mold, it was labeled a biohazard. God, Jesus, that's no, no and no. Toyota refiles for Trimark on Celica name. Any ideas what it's for? Uh, one. Crossover. And that's byword for a disappointment! Big disappointment! This is the second time Toyota has filed to secure the Celica moniker. But we still don't know what its plans are. Tesla will never achieve full autonomy with autopilot, says Waymo Boss. John Krafcik thinks that Tesla's approach to autonomous vehicles is not the right one. Ford is upset about the leaks and issues warning to its suppliers. And actually, at this rate, we have caught up to last week's news. So I'm going to end it off here. Perfect timing, too, because we're actually over. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed. If you did, then please like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, then please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Hitting the little notification bell, then all notifications. That way, you'll be notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but don't have or want the Podbean mobile app, then just put up wherever you get your podcast before you set off. Time in Cody's Car Conundrum and choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all next time. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at CodyCarConUndRM or check out my website www.Cody'sCarConundrum.com for articles and other car-related content.